In a world where chronic DVD and Blu-ray acquisition disorder runs amok, Colin faces a daunting task. With a collection of over 1,200 titles, can he bring himself to watch the 65 films that sit on his shelves, unwatched, unloved, and still under wraps? Hello and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin and with me as always is my uh, fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. I introduced myself, didn't I? Yes, you did. (laughs) I went blank there for a moment. Hey, look, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, don't. Just stop. (laughs) Press the stop button, delete this podcast and don't bother. We ramble on, we talk nonsense, mm-hmm. but the general premise of it is that we use this podcast as an impetus to watch all of the movies that are sitting on our shelf that have never been seen before by myself. So they're sitting on the shelf, unwatched, unloved, and still under wraps, and mm-hmm. that's where the title of the podcast comes from. There's lots of them. Well, there are mm-hmm. less than we started. We're up to yep. episode 26 today, yes. Thomas. Yes, we are. Which is the end of an American season. Mm-hmm. So we're going into hiatus. Mm-hmm. We haven't received confirmation yet as to whether we're going to be renewed for another season. <laughs> but uh, you'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. If if we do get cancelled, uh, you you won't find out. The network isn't going to put that out there. But as soon as we're released from our contracts, we'll probably talk about it. We will. <laughs> um, and tonight is no doubt going to end on a cliffhanger too, uh-huh. <laughs> which will make it even more problematic if we are not renewed for another season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cliffhanger tonight, the movie that is on wa- uh, unwatched, unloved and still under wraps is what tonight, Thomas? Unbreakable. By M. Night Shyamalan. Okay, we'll cut that out. You might. Yes. Oh, look, I don't know whether I will or not. I don't have any editorial control. Neither do I. Um, I cut and paste and, yeah, with reckless abandon. Mm. Tell us uh, a bit about this film. When David Dunn, played by Bruce Willis... No, I mean, when did it come out? Oh, 2000. Did you say that? No, uh, not not just now, no. Did you earlier, when you said what film we're watching? Uh, when I said what film we're watching? No, I didn't say what... Uh, you always do. Thomas, like last week, yeah, yeah, sure, I totally did, but now guaranteed not to be renewed. (laughs) So, well, let's let's think about two thousands M Night Shyamalan's. uh, Is that the correct pronunciation? I don't know. Okay, (laughs) Uh, movie Unbreakable, which is about. Okay, you can go now. Great. No, I mean leave. Okay, I'm going. I'm oh, going. oh, Foley. <laughs> See, I'm going. I'm walking away. No, Thomas, come back. Walking. I'm out. Come back. No, we're not getting renewed, are we? <laughs> wow. That escalated quickly. 
Okay. No, it didn't. There aren't any stairs here. Okay. So, please read the blurb off the back of the still underwrapped DVD. Hmm. When David Dunn, played by Bruce Willis... You've read that bit. Yeah, now I'm going to read it a third time. Okay. When David Dunn, played by Bruce Willis, emerges from a horrific train crash as the sole survivor, and without a single scratch on him, he meets a mysterious stranger, played by Samuel L. Jackson, who will change David's life forever. Interrupting his life at odd moments, it's Elijah Price's presence and probing that forced David to confront his destiny on a journey of self-discovery and purpose that will absolutely stun you with its power. Oh dear, I, I accidentally read some self-congratulatory stuff. Oh. Ooh. Mm. So there's probing involved. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, so we established last week that the only other film that Thomas has watched by this mm. director is the world-famous <laughs> The Last Airbender. Famous is, is not quite the right word. No, it certainly is famous, but for all the wrong reasons. Look, there's, there's, uh, there's a couple of letters you could bang on to the front of that word to, to, to make it correct. Yes. Um, <laughs> look, I, I don't hate it as much as uh, I could, probably. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, not a patch on the animated series. But but that's uh, neither here nor there. Tonight we are watching Unbreakable, which is, I believe, part of a series. Mm. And I don't know whether it's the first of the series or the end of the series. Oh, you have done some research. I'll let you in on on a secret here. I have looked into this film uh, a couple of times uh, unrelated to this podcast uh, before this podcast had even started. Read its not, ugly head, you mean. Yeah, not not knowing that this was on the shelf and that it being on the shelf would be relevant some point in the future. Wow. So, so you have a little gem of knowledge here from do, the past. I do have some knowledge. So this is the first film in a series uh, which continues quite a few years later and then not very many years later after that. Yep. And spoiler alert, neither of those two films that come after this Mm. are on the shelf. No. So that strikes those off before anyone uh, jumps at the chance there. I'm saving you, actually, by letting you know that because Mm. you would have got zero points by guessing Mm. that. All right. Gee, we've gabbled on tonight, haven't we? Yep. Such is how it is. So, Thomas, would you do the honours and unwrap the DVD with great gusto and enthusiasm? Because this may be the last time you ever get to unwrap a DVD in your life. Oh, dear. I will take the wrapper off uh-huh. because it's such a distraction to you. Wow. Uh-huh. If we were broadcasting in stereo, that would have just been great. And uh, would you... Thank you. Thomas is going to... Okay, can we talk about the disc? So this is Unbreakable Disc 1. Disc 1. Disc 1. Excellent. 
And there's not a disc two <laughs> in here. Oh, so this is the non-special uh, features version. This would be the non-special features version, yes. Wow. From, from back in the day. Back in the day. When you put the special features on the second DVD. DVD, yep. That would explain why I only paid less than seven bucks for mm. this a number of years ago. Mind you... I bought it under the recommendation of one of our dear listeners, mm-hmm. Lee Sargent, yet again, <laughs> I believe. I could be telling fibbers there, but I do believe that he said it's worth a watch, so mm-hmm. uh, no doubt he will let us know if uh, I'm making that up, but uh, that's why I bought it. <laughs> the, the, the reason that I was worried about it saying disc one was that I was worried that it would be one of those rare occasions where where they stacked the discs on top of each other in yep. the same slot. Yeah. Well, it, it's not. It's not. No. It's disc one of discs one, one and one. Mm. Okay. So Thomas is going to pop that into the machine. Yes, with that We're going to stop rambling. The way. And we're going to watch Unbreakable. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. Don't do that. <laughs> Turn to side B. Don't do it. Oh, you've done my head in again. <laughs> stop it. Well, okay. see, if I make it a thing it's, enough, it'll no, stop it's doing t- your head It's in. too late to make it a thing. The second last episode and the last episode it's of the season. Pilot season. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be the build-up to that. Uh, cliffhanger at the end you've introduced a new character late in the season <laughs> um, who either dies a horrible death or becomes especially important to the plot or yes. neither Thomas put the disc in more nonsense on side B bye <laughs>
Well, what did you think of that? It was all right. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not aged well. No. I don't think. Um very slow paced. Mm. How many films did he directed before this? That's a good question. He'd at least previously directed The Sixth Sense. The Sixth Sense, which was his breakout movie. Praying with Anger, Wide Awake, an uncredited rewrite on She's All That. Uh, All of which I confess I have never heard of. mm -hmm. Uh, The Sixth Sense. Yep. Wrote for Stuart Little. Right, okay. And then Unbreakable. Unbreakable, right, okay. So basically his... First film directing after Sixth Sense. Mm. Right, yep. It very much still had that feeling of him trying out new ideas as far as camera angles and, mm-hmm. and shots, some of which just got really annoying. It was interesting in a certain scene that was one continuous shot Mm. And the camera just, with the conversation between two people and the camera just moved back and forth, back and forth. Mm. It felt very experimental in that, look, we're going to try and film it this way. And uh, I didn't think it quite worked, but... Uh, I don't know. I think I did actually like that shot. Just the idea of turning and then turning back and, and their expression has entirely changed Mm -hmm. i guess i wasn't sure whether it was the girl that was watching and and it was first person view of from the girl or it just went on just a little too long Mm. it needed and and there, there were a lot of places in the film where things just went a little long yeah okay it it was an interesting concept for a one a, a one shot but that shot did go on a bit yep. yes yep there were other scenes uh, that were again feeling like look I've got this concept you know a, a lot of shots uh, in mirrors for example mm. um, and that the, the were quite deliberate and whether that had something to do with the 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 reflection the the opposites the supposedly a lot of shots in mirrors and doorways and those sorts of rectangles as a sort of reference to the comic book frame oh okay but then if we're considering death of the author uh, M. Night Shyamalan isn't dead but death of the author author, the, the concept that you have to interpret something as it is, not how the person who made it has told you to interpret it, then Reflections is a perfectly valid interpretation of the number of mirror shots. Yeah. I just felt a lot of times, why is he putting the camera there? Because he can. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll try from this angle just because I can. Mm -hmm. We'll, We'll shoot through these... These curtains that are swishing back and forth just because we can and to set you up for a scare later on. Um, (laughs) 
I don't know. Let's let's point the camera down at an upside down comic, and then mm. rotate the, the comic <laughs> and also the camera. Yeah, yeah. In the same direction. in the same direction, so the the comic remains upside down. <laughs> and then finish the rotation yeah. right way up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he he was playing uh, I think still it, it still felt very much like hey I've, I've really got a, a, a budget now I can mm. try out these new shots and all that being said it had a lot to like about it it sounds like I I didn't like it but no I, I did it it didn't this is a spoiler break so if you don't want spoilers then leave before this sound M. Night Shyamalan is quite famous for his twist endings. Mm. And I saw this one coming a absolute mile off. Right. If you haven't seen it, um, and I already know that there is one person who is looking forward to listening to this episode um, who hasn't seen it and is curious to, to find out. I, I'm sorry about the spoiler, which usually bugs me, but this film is nearly... 20 years old Mm -hmm. so I hope you find it in your heart to forgive me Adam that uh, there is a M. Night twist at the end Mm. I knew about this twist oh okay because I could remember that the twist was there yep yep and I was fully expecting there to be a twist because of history Um, Mm -hmm. so yes I knew what it was going to be and yet it did still surprise me in places the fact that he found the way to make him happy you know the thing that was Mm. holding him back he finally um allowed himself to to accept certain things that would allow him to do something that Mm. he felt of benefit to others I think it's staying on the shelf. I'd, I wouldn't mind watching that again. I don't think I need to see it again. No, I, I yeah. can accept that too. It's a bit slow. Yeah. Yeah, pacing pacing really was an issue. I. The, the story's fine. It, it could it have been an hour. Yeah, it just doesn't move along fast no, enough. No, I, I just don't think he had enough content for the film. Whereas he tried to cram uh, one season of uh, Avatar The Last Airbender into a fairly short movie, I seem to recall. That's a good question. 103 minutes. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) Crazy talk. Um, Anyway, I have nothing else to to say about the film. I'm still being conscious of those people who haven't seen it. I believe it is worth a look, so I won't too much more or spoil any more about it so let's move on and i'm catching thomas unawares he wasn't expecting me to oh and his ipad's crashed no no i clicked the wrong thing and and suddenly i was looking at sheepskin wool or something nothing worse okay so we're jumping into this segment What's on the show? You know it's probably DVDs. And I don't think we've had any contributions this week. As far as I'm aware, no. No? Uh, no. But that's all right. We've, we've got quite a 
a decent backlog so and uh, no doubt we'll have people yelling at us uh, saying no I did contribute and you know mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get back to you next season yeah. if, if we get uh, picked up for another season so a number between 1 and 20 okay and pressing 19. the randomometer Okay, uh, Jeff suggests The Unbearable Lateness of Being. I just like saying that title. It seems like a good place to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, I suspect... Well, I could be wrong, but uh, I don't know whether Jeff has... Uh, did he say he hasn't seen it? No, no. he just said... He right. just said he likes saying the title. He likes saying the title. I don't know whether he's seen it. <laughs> I... I Okay, straight out, uh, straight out of the gun. No, I haven't seen it. No, I haven't either. Uh, <laughs> and I have heard of it mainly because of the title, but I looked at the uh, plot synopsis, and um, I'm not sure whether I'm going to uh, see it. <laughs> um, which, which is probably helped along by it not being on the shelf. <laughs> by not being on the shelf. That's right. Um, let me just... I don't know where I looked for the... Probably IMDb. Yes. Uh, in 1968, a Czech doctor with an active sex life meets a woman who wants monogamy and then the Soviet invasion further disrupts their lives. Mm. Don't know whether that, that would was That would be the, awkward. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is meant to be terribly romantic and beautifully shot, but um, no... No. No, haven't nah. haven't seen that. Mm. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh looking at the parents guide. You mm. know, I am a grown up, but uh I've never had to scroll through so much of the uh sex and nudity section. Right. It goes over a couple of pages. <laughs> Jeff, no, I haven't. No. Don't yes, and if I had, I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> Uh, ooh, who? Ah, no, no, no. Oh, no, ha- n- no. Haven't seen that. I think I'd remember seeing that. Okay, so Jeff, zero points, uh, which gives you zero points on that uh, famous leaderboard that I was going to spend today uh, sorting out, but because uh, uh, cause we've got to fix some of the multipliers uh, multipliers and there were a couple of extra points thrown in uh, in between episodes for right. people doing stuff so Thomas is going to listen to every episode <laughs> <laughs> um, yes sorry if, sorry Jeff but if, if, you- <laughs> if you'd like a chance to have your dreams dashed upon the rocks of What's of, on the shelf? Of our ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check out our Facebook page. While Link Jeff checks through. out the IMDb page for unbearable lightness of being. Uh, links in the show notes. and uh, <laughs> no, I'm not linking to that film. No, no. That's, no. that's always... <laughs> no. Uh, and if and when we're renewed for a second season, uh, we'll, we'll, get, <laughs> we'll get to you on that. Yes. Uh, look, um, before my blushing actually becomes visible on this podcast, 
I think we'll just move, move on. Oh, ah, close that. And ah, uh, yes, because if we move on to the next segment, they they have to renew us, right? Oh, that's right. It's we do. Um, well, this is the cliffhanger, though. Yeah. You see, so it'd better be a really jolly good film that everyone is just hanging out to hear our scintillating um, critique and comments on so shake the phone and pick a film and then we'll watch the film next week I'm handing the phone over to Thomas after giving it an initial shake to make sure the randomometer is randomly randomizing That wasn't a shake. Yeah, it was. Okay. Totally would have worked. Okay, and so, next episode, if we choose to accept it, (laughs) or if our producers choose to accept it, is... The 2016 film, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Right. A problem that I don't know whether is a problem. (laughs) <laughs> what what I know about the Cloverfield series yes. is is that it's, it's sort of an anthology, isn't it? it? It is. Now, I have heard arguments as to whether it is or is not a sequel, prequel, or um, coinciding with the same timeline as the film Cloverfield. And so... We have two options. Hmm. We can give it a second shake, um, and you can choose to uh, watch Cloverfield, which Do is on the shelf. Yes. So you don't, Do uh, you cannot get points for selecting Cloverfield. Do I put this on the back burner? Ding, 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 ding. Let's ding, let's ding. let's give it another shake. He's going to give it another shake. I'm going to give it a pre-shake just to uh-huh. make sure the randomizing randomometer is randomizing. <laughs> oh no! Should okay. we have, should we have gone for Ten Cloverfield Lane? We're probably going to end up going with Ten Cloverfield Lane well, because, because this is because a sequel it's an, it's as a, well. It's it's a dilemma of some kind. Okay, so. This this DVD, it's a DVD, doesn't have a, a year attached to it. Uh, in fact, there are two DVDs in here. Ah, uh, one of which I have seen and one of which I the, haven't. The title of this is Films Starring Matt Damon, Matt Damon. The Rainmaker Slash School Ties. Okay, so I have seen School Ties. Right. So the movie in the criteria that this falls under is the, the rainmaker the rainmaker with Matt Damon mm. so now we have a choice oh, well no we made the choice right we yes, selected we did. to select another film we did so uh, the rainmaker it is with Matt Damon mm-hmm. and I don't know whether this is, that is going to whether it's got the information typed in about it does excellent Thomas would you tell us about Matt Damon's incredible performance in The Rainmaker, of which I know nothing about. Other than it has Matt Damon in it. Other than it has Matt Damon, and it is on the shelf, mm. unwatched, unloved, and not still under wraps. Mm. Except it might be. 
because I saw uh, school ties on television. Right. Yes. Rudy Baylor, played by Matt Damon, is fresh out of law school, just passed the bar exam, and begins his new career working for a lawyer being investigated by the FBI. Why, then, wouldn't his first case be a corruption claim against an all-powerful health insurance conglomerate accused of denying dying patients' rights? With only one ally, five-time bar exam flunky Dex Shiflett, played by Danny DeVito... Say that name again. Dex Shiflett. Thank you. (laughs) Rudy sets out to fight big insurance bureaucracy... Are truth and a fighting spirit enough to win against an army of high-priced lawyers in matters of life, death, and justice? Quite probably. And self-congratulatory, self-congratulatory, self-congratulatory. Okay, so we're going to have a smattering of Matt Damon in our next episode, whether that comes out next week or not, is entirely up to you, good listener. Um, (laughs) You need to start writing to the... uh, Start a social media campaign. That's those, right. Those work. Those, um, those have uh, weighing consideration over uh, budgetary concerns. Absolutely. Oh, you know what? I've just saved the show. Because while we don't make any money, ah. our budget is zip. That is true. Our budget is zip. However, <laughs> we do have our producers at the door saying stop stop already (sighs) so yes please send in uh, fan mail and comments on the Facebook page which uh, links of course are on the show notes Uh, in the show notes you'll you'll also find uh, links to my movies and to my podcast which currently has one one main episode (laughs) yes and yeah, I I nearly unsubscribed the other day. Right. But I didn't. It's still there, just waiting, waiting for that. Bing! Which you will also, good listener, uh, may be waiting for, mm. depending on how much fan mail uh, <laughs> yes. gets sent to our producers. <laughs> and on that... Uh, well, see, mine's, in, uh, mine's produced independently. Uh, it's sort of an indie... Uh, under my own production label (laughs) (laughs) yes and on that note I think we'll just wrap it up and thank you for putting up with us for 26 episodes that works out as half a year Mm. I think we've done well and we've we've still got at least another season's worth of films to get through yes are they worth the wait and we'll hopefully hopefully catch you sometime in the near future Mm. the very near future yes (laughs) Uh, we'll see thanks for listening and bye for now bye Some some lovely dead air. Ooh. Dead air. Classic. Dead air. Classic dead air. <laughs> Welcome to classic dead air. We're your hosts tonight. Okay, let's get started. <clears throat> yes, let's. Let's.
It's Elijah Price's presence and probing that for... Interrupting his life at odd moments, it's Elijah Price... Hey, there we go. We've, we've got this week's blooper. <laughs> hmm. 